choice. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle uh, is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay as though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. March 15, 2023, and this is your Good Time Culture Podcast. And this shoe is recorded live at the Mighty Mighty OX, also known as Oxnard. You find that in the Gold Coast of California. I am OG Mutt Dog, a.k.a. the number one beaner. And on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood, a.k.a. the lovable begin. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theories of record. And today, backed by popular demand, is Tony the Word. And in conclusion... Don't forget that everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. Nice. Uh, All glory to God. We are back. It's another Wednesday uh, news-filled week. It's getting hard to just try to focus on a couple things that are uh, important because it just is one thing after another. But... uh, How's everybody doing? You guys made it through another week. Uh, this is Good Times Culture Podcast. Uh, this is unedited, uh, unfiltered, uh, what would you call this, discussion, entertainment discussion on uh, the news and culture of the world. And we did that in memory of Joan Rivers. We know <laughs> oh, exactly yeah. what happened to the poor lady right after she made this comment. The world heard this, and they've crushed it down, man. Maybe that's why they're pushing all this... All this crap on us, man. All this transgender stuff. Was Obama president when she did that? Yes. I wonder no, when this... Dude. When she... Uh, yep. When did she die, anyway? Oh, it's got to be about... Look at 2014. There you first, go. July 1st, 2014. There you go. Yep. Yeah, she went in for like a routine... Plastic surgery. Was it She'd plastic surgery? Dead, yeah. And her heart went out. Yeah. And it was right after she made this comment. Man. Anyways, so, Tony... Welcome back. Well, thank you. But I don't believe it was just a coincidence. No uh-huh. way. <laughs> I think everyone came to that same conclusion. <laughs> Died suddenly yep. before that was even a Dude, thing. Dude, and the sad part, I liked her. I liked her mm-hmm. comedy. She was brass. Mm-hmm. I, I, she was kind of, I, I don't know if she was the same time as uh, Phyllis Diller, but they had that kind of sassy kind of, you know, yeah. it was good. She was mm-hmm. good at her job. Yeah, really, um, really confident, and uh, you could see it right there. She she's uh, observing 
kind of like we try to, she's observing everything, but not being like hateful about it. You know, she's yeah. just like, Hey, yeah, we know see, it's no big deal. Yeah, but <laughs> no. see, I, I don't really watch television much. So yeah. I, I honestly don't know what she's actually famous for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, she's this video made her more famous to me than oh, anything. Yeah. I, so. I enjoyed her because she did the Tonight Show. She would before there was a uh, oh. before there was a uh, a Jay Leno. She was mm. the one supposed to uh, take oh. over for. See, I had to work. I never stayed up for that. Oh. <laughs> well, I was a stupid <laughs> teenager doing nothing. You know what I mean? So I stayed up and watched because that's when you would see all the good bands. The comedians would come out. You know, a lot of the good, you mm-hmm. know, Stan Hope and all that would come out during that time. Yeah, it was really good to watch. Hmm. But she was funny. I don't think I should go down that uh, that avenue of no, the conspiracy of the death. That's a, are we going to start <laughs> on that page today? That's a no, we probably shouldn't do that. I do have uh, a uh, decent, uh, I, it's a pretty good Bryson Gray song. And then there was actually a new... Uh, January 6th song that came out from uh, some of the guys there. Do you guys realize they're still doing nightly vigils there at the January 6th? Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, the, whatever prison they're at. Yeah. They're out there every night. They do a prayer uh, like uh, meeting and they, they pray for them and sing. Uh, I think well, they said it's been... All, all of the information has come out that shows that we're not conspiracy theorists when it's fact. No. Right. And you heard, I think in Great Britain, they made it against the law for you to uh, be across the street of, say, an abortion clinic and close your eyes and pray in silence. <laughs> well, <laughs> no see, joke. Now, no now joke. They're, now they're regulating behavior <laughs> yep. and words. Yes. I mean, that, that tells you how well, tyrannical they are. It seems like the... The British Empire and all its tentacles to all its severance, like, you know, Australia and Canada, they seem to be just marching the same orders, you know what well, I mean? Well, but see, when you think of England or Britain, um, think of the Crown Corporation, because that's the number one corporation on the planet. Everything is owned by the Crown. Yeah. Is that really a thing? She's, yep. she's supposed to be, she owned, they, that, they own more land around the country than the Catholic Church. The the Crown or just Crown Corporation? Well, the Crown Corporation, but the Crown, which was King, Queen, that yeah, sort of thing. under the Empire. And since that is collapsing, that's what the problem is. If you remember the symbolism of what Trump did when he was over, one of the first things he did, you said, he yeah. went to England, he walked in front of the Queen, and everybody was all upset about the lack of decorum for him doing that. But what it really was, he was saying, no, we're no longer under your control. You are under me. That's what's going on. Following me. (laughs) Interesting. There's a, you know, he, um, and she didn't seem to flinch either. She did. She she knew she had to stay in line. That's what it was all about. Wow. For all the, the negatives to, to Trump and all that stuff that people say, I don't know if I believe with, believe it all, but the, his ability to, manipulate body language and uh project um like a like a dominance over someone is it's uh i mean he's a big guy so that probably helps too oh, yeah. but but you see him in the way he shakes hands if you ever watch him shake like there's a video yes. of him shaking yes. putin's hand and you know putin's a small guy anyway but obviously i'm i'm not on camera so i can't show the listeners but 
he shakes the hand and then pulls it into him. You know, yes. like pulls the guy into him. He says, that's a way of saying, I'm the one in control. You know, that's well, really remember, what it is. Remember Alpha. When, he, when he went to meet uh, the, the, the leader of North Korea? Remember he went up to that where they had a mm-hmm. line? Mm-hmm. And there's Kim Jong-un. He goes, you invite me in? He goes, yeah. So he went over. And then he did that same move, grabbed him and pulled him back yeah. to him. Like, yeah. Plus, on top of that. That was a power who, move. Like, like yeah. Who gave Trump the soccer ball? That was another symbolic they liked gesture. They, 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 North Korea did? No. Putin gave the soccer ball oh. to Trump. So huh. do you, do, can I say was, something? Yeah. So now us talking like this, do you think Trump is connected to that group? Because that group likes him. The group that doesn't like him is... The crown and all that, but this Putin group right. and all well, that. Well, it's like the North Koreans, they have the, respect for this dude. What, well, what people would call the powers that be, which also could be called the deep state, is what likes the the cabal. Well, and the control, Trump is the opposite, the it, antithesis it, it, of that. It, exactly. But it's amazing that the people who, the same people who, or, okay, the people who are in power right now for years have said, that the people who Trump extended his hand to could never make, be spoken to, and he did it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what was rather odd for a lot of people that, to me, I couldn't make sense hardly of all the, the news organizations. Organizations kept saying, how dare he go to North Korea? Oh, my God, no president has ever done that. And it's like... Well, yeah, how do you ever start a conversation and try to have peace without a conversation? And as Sun Tzu said in The Art of War, well, the best war is the one that isn't fought. (laughs) And then there are a couple other aspects. If you look at give your enemy an avenue of retreat, Mm -hmm. give your enemy a way to save face. So that's what Trump, I believe, had to do going over to all the countries, including the Vatican, to say, hey, I am going to be in charge if you wanted to do this and we can play it, you know, the deep state way or my way. My way is going to be way better for everyone so we could do that. Now, that being said, I can't say I'm 100% behind Trump. I agree with you 100%. Um, You can't be 100% behind any man, right? No, ever. No man. But uh, so far what he's done has pretty much been good, except I didn't like that he signed the Noahide laws. What's that? Oh my gosh, you got to look up the Noah. Noahide laws. And, Noah, and, go ahead, I'm sorry. Noahide laws basically say anybody that is, is the Goyim type thing deserves to die. Oh, it's they like an Israeli anything. thing, yeah, huh? Kind of one of those things. But there's another uh, big part, and that is. Who did he that, sign that? Was it signed with the country or something? Or uh, I don't recall whether it was to have it. Whether it was with Congress or just what all, because he's the remember. one that finalized the, um, what is it, the Jerusalem headquarters or whatever. What, oh, what was that? that? Was, and that was part of it. To That's what I'm wondering. Is that a prophetic thing that would happen? And that was one of them. Yeah, that may have been part of the agreement. Maybe you know. Yeah. My, my concern. Huh. My concern all the time. I might be getting that wrong. My concern in the greater scheme of it all is a, and I'm I'm always or. It makes me cautious because I've been around so many second-term presidents. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to lose. They're not going to. They we're only allowed two terms. So, the second term of Obama was pretty horrendous. The second term of Bush 
again. Yeah, they're they're and always the bad. Term of, That's of when they get Clinton, everything through. The second term of Reagan. I mean, the, it's weird about Reagan because the first term he was all crazy strong. Are you talking about Trump or Biden? no? No, a second term presidents for Biden. It, no, 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 any second term yeah. president. But and, I, I and, think and, Obama, and if Trump and if Trump goes was, and wins again, he'll be a second term. But I was, he has nothing to lose. But I was going to point out that there. I don't know if. I'm probably wrong on this, but I don't know if there's ever been a second term president that didn't go back to back and have a space in between like that. There has. And I think that makes it a big difference because if you go back to back, obviously that second part, it's like, well, you have the, you know, like, yeah, like, well, I was just going to, you yeah. know, sandbag it now you're where rich. if, if you have that space, you know, you're coming back in fresh, brand new again, you know, like it's a little bit different to me. I, it, it would if I was doing that, it would be a different because four years is kind of a long time. You change a lot of kind of your priorities in four years. Well, see, there's there's a problem for me is that they only have seemingly one playbook, and they usually run the same plays over and over. The play I'm referring <laughs> to is back in the day when Lenin came into power. There was the very same thing. Oh, we got it covered. Trust the plan. We got a plan. He gets in, does a 180. And I'm leery that Trump could do that. However, there's a lot of indications that, you know, he's he's doing the right stuff. And one of those things that I recommend is if you listen, there's a guy, Major uh, Derek Johnson. If you listen to him at all. Derek Johnson is actually pretty good. No, I no, I have never heard. Well, he talks about what's going on and the symbolism that shows that Trump is actually in power right now. And what actually happens is that the president wears two hats. One of the hats that he wears and the first most important one to protect the country is the commander in chief office. Now, another thing that you can tell would be if you look at any currency, coins, whatever that you want to look at that has a bird on it called an eagle, it's symbolic that when the wings are up, we're at war. If the wings are down, we're at peace. That is a symbolism for this. Wow. And it would be nice to see eventually that the currency would show that the wings come down if we would actually get into peace. But that is the most important part of his job is to wear the hat of commander-in-chief. And in that instance right now, he would be a stealth president because the military is being controlled by Trump, I believe. Ultimately, that's what's going on. He can only wear the hat of president when it later gets to the conclusion of uh, whatever the military has to do to maybe arrest the treasonous people because, <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Yeah, no, I, All I, the military people, they like take an oath, and the oath is a sacred thing, basically. Pretty much. And it says that, well, if you commit treason, crimes against people, well, then you can you can be hung. What was Benedict Arnold's uh, ending? Wasn't he shot? I don't recall that I one. But he was uh, shot because you, you, he's a death is the key word, though. Yeah. But you can be hung, you can be shot, uh, and then typically what happens, whether they have five or seven peoples with rifles, typically only one or two have bullets in them. Yeah, yeah. And the reason is so that the 
the Conscience. officers or whoever's using the rifles don't know that they were the one that actually killed yeah. someone. Yeah. So it can be kind of an anonymous thing, and it's more readily accepted by people psychologically to say, hey, I can rationalize maybe it wasn't me or whatever that way. Yeah. I like I like wood chippers. What about wood chippers? Oh, Too hard to clean, feet, man. Feet first. <laughs> Definitely right. not head first. Let's go into uh, this is uh, the January 6th prison choir, and they they sing every night, like I was saying. And this is, I think, got a lot of Trump in it, so it fits in with what we're talking about. Get these guys out tomorrow, by the way. All of them. If you notice the flags that are hanging on the wall... Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. That's correct. And to the republic for which it stands, Under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Just on a parenthetical note, biblically, you're not supposed to do violence to someone that gets killed for treason or any of those things. You're not supposed to torture. Hmm. So that's why the wood chipper wouldn't also work. The so, quick guillotine, I think, is probably your best way because the rope necktie can take a while. Yeah. So it's very fast, too. Very, you yeah. can get a little yeah. conveyor line going, too. But you know why they use the guillotine? Huh. Well, what actually is supposed to be thought was that if you have are beheaded, which is what the guillotine does, and a lot of other religions do the same thing as beheading, it means you will never make it to heaven. Your soul never wow. goes up. So that's why they do that. Really? Yes, it's to kill evil so it can't come back. Wow. It's like 
cuts your soul off or something. Yes. What remember, the? remember John the Baptist because of Herod's wife or wife's daughter asked for John the Baptist's head on the platter and mm-hmm. that's how John the Baptist's head was. Oh, that's how he died. Wow. And by the way, if you've noticed at the beginning of that video, they showed some American flags hanging on a wall. Yeah. Down. That is the proper way to display a flag. Free people never fly a flag on a pole. Hmm. Because that is maritime. It means that the pole is basically the ship's mast on land. So you never fly a flag on a pole as a free people. It should only be as a banner. Also, too, right, if hmm. the, the stars are on the left, means we're at war. Stars on the right means we're at peace, right? Or is it the opposite? That I honestly do not know. I remember someone, because someone told us at work we had it backwards. He goes, no, turn it around. Because how the stars are pointed means. Well, I know that you're in peril if the flag is flown upside, upside down. down. Yeah. <laughs> we It is flying upside down right now. That's for sure. Uh, just uh, yeah, everybody's Yo, been covering this stuff. You know, Tucker's been covering. I don't know. Has he covered any more of this January 6th stuff? Or did he just do that no, one no, night? He has made some more reports. Has he? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because that was kind of one of the allegations that people were making against Tucker is well, that he touched a high hot spot and oh, immediately yeah, stopped. And if you noticed, Ray Epps mm-hmm. and whatnot, they're very evasive. They don't want to ever say anything about mm-hmm. what his duty was. Mm-hmm. He is, as I understand it, a military ops guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. a whole bunch of the people there were all military ops to 100%. do a coup. I agree. Ordered under General Milley. Go ahead. You play oh, that. Oh, boy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, boy. And and also, here's there's so many accusations that had been done about why were there? Do you got what something you're going to read real quick? Because I've got something I want to. Yeah. Uh, the Proud Boys basically uh, are getting uh, kind of ran over the coals. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, the super interesting thing with the Proud Boys and the, uh, what's the other guys? Um, Oath Keepers is that they've they've now found that the, Number one or number two and number there was at least two guys in the Proud Boys like top echelon, which were informants, and then the same thing with uh, uh, the other one too. There was multiple high level informants uh, running uh, these groups on January sixth. So I don't know, you know, that's a that's a gets into kind of a weird space, you know, with the Ray Epps, he seemed to be kind of like a lone wolf doing his own thing, you know, causing trouble, but he wasn't like part of the Oath Keepers yeah. or part of well, the Well, they wore wristbands so that everybody knew who everybody was, that who which side they were on. That was one of the things. Did they, yeah. But the red flag that ought to be waking people up is how come there isn't even a valid discussion about it? All you get is the forced narrative from the propaganda spewing yep. media that is nothing more than the public relations department for the deep state. Mm-hmm. It's controlled by the government. And mm-hmm. go ahead. What are you going to say? Anything? Oh, uh, just just that uh, you know. I don't know how you can this. We watched all this happen with the Michigan kidnapping BS oh. that turned out that the majority of the gang was. I wrote Feds, that down. You know? I wrote that down right now. I was going to bring so, that up. So we're seeing the same system, the same uh, yep. 
uh, pattern again with with these two groups. And honestly, I would have never become part of Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers, even though it was kind of appealing to be in a group, you know, like like minded type people. But I would already know it's just like the uh, um, militia. It's contrived. It's contrived. Well, it's like I was going to say it's like the militia where if, if you go try to do a militia like a normal legal one, there's going to be feds all over in there. I mean, it's just a given, you know, so same and thing. With, li- and, and you can see that who were at, been in the front of the crowds, they all had to be agitators, bro, because they were, there was crowds after they broke the door. Like you had normal people behind saying, hey, what are you doing? I've got, I've got a, we've had a narrative where they're saying that the president told them to, to for them to go over there and everything. I have a recording here from the shaman that was there. Just listen to what he says right here, guys. You're gonna read straight from Donald Trump's tweet right now. Are they inside? They're outside. They're outside the building. He's telling me, let's go. Listen. He's gonna read Donald Trump's tweet right now. Fake news, you have someone going up. Donald Trump, quote, I am asking for everyone in the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are are the party of law and order. Respect our law enforcement, men and women in blue. No, 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 pull up the video. There's a video. You have a guy with a mask coming up to him, Matt, telling him, trying to say that he's fake news. The shaman has his face, everybody else is showing his face, but the guy, the agitator, has his face mask. He doesn't want people to go home. He wants people to Listen keep to the crowd doing the trouble. Listen to the last. I can't. It'd be better if we could see video. But you gotta hear the agitator. Just listen to the agitator. We can't. It's hard to tell. Close your eyes, buddy, if and listen. It's hard. Dude, you, you always need to stop interrupting Mike because I don't interrupt no, yours. No, I'm just saying. And it's the hard, whole point buddy. we said they're outside. I'm producing over here. Come on. They're outside in the Capitol. The shaman is reading straight off the phone with the tweets to the crowd. And there's agitators out there. You had a guy, everybody, the shaman, the guy that holding the phone, and everybody out there was the numerous of them didn't have masks on. Mm-hmm. But the one that stepped up trying to say it was fake news, what are you talking about? That guy had a mask mm-hmm. on. And you had a lot of the same, those guys that were, it was. were like the lady say, what are you talking about? This is our country too. And you can see that the, ma- the majority of the guys it- that were there who were just normal folks, it's like, okay, guys, let's go. But then you had, I think, these little FBI plants, and they're yeah. going again. Why is why did that man have a mask on? If you see the video, all the trouble, a, all the troublemakers had masks. Everybody I saw bashing windows had masks, fully incognito. While the Trump fans in general had no masks and had you know smiling faces. So, 
Well, I don't and, know. And, and and the sad part Antifa that likes the, to wear a masks. lot of them weren't um, um, Trump fans. A lot of them were American citizens that we have. It, you're, you're guys. It's American history when you're seeing one president step down, the next guy step up. It used to be a vacation. It used to be a summer. It used to be something families did to go see the inauguration whatever, of a president. It used to be a normal thing for us to do, man. Well, but the big problem for me is that the, the red flag is there's still no real debate. You just get a forced narrative. Yeah. The, the, the so-called media, they never put anybody else up there to, that contradicts their narrative. Ex- well, mm-hmm. they can't because mm-hmm. every argument or any argument they've had counter their narrative makes their – it just falls apart. They, they can't yeah. argue any. And, yeah. and it, that's why they've decided not to debate – they won't debate anybody. Right. Now, there is something that should be noted, though, and that is that Washington, D.C. is not the United States mm-hmm. states. Yeah. It is actually called a federal enclave, meaning it is a foreign country within a country. So it is foreign to all the 50 states. When they so-called pass laws, they're supposed to only be for District of Columbia. And by the way, you might want to look up what Columbia is. We've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Remember, what is it, the last... During this last session? It's Lucifer or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It has to do with, yeah. Well, they want to make their own, they want to be a Vatican. They want to have their own laws, their own, they already well, have they, their they own kind police of department. they kind of do. But well, yeah, yet, the Capitol Police. When, they wanted to make them a national police. I'm sorry. Yeah, when I was there, uh, the thing is, you didn't even really know when you went into Washington, D.C. And by doing so, since it is a foreign country. There should be a border check and all the rest of the accoutrements that go along with crossing from one nation to another. And it doesn't have any of that. So it has its own rules, its own police, and all that sort of thing. Well, yeah, to get back to your narrative, uh, I tried to clip some C-SPAN footage of the... It was Matt Taibbi getting grilled by Congress about mm-hmm. the FBI, mm-hmm. you know, censorship stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and you, you know, getting to kind of what you're talking about with the narrative, while I'm watching this, it's kind of fascinating. It's really hard to clip. But what I'm noticing very clearly is there is a giant majority of the Congress, and I'm assuming the people, that still believe that the Russia hoax crap, the, I mean, go down the line of narrative Oh, yes. That have been honestly just crushed. And I don't know why people even believe it, you know, but they still believe these narratives. You know, January 6th is another one. Like, uh, yeah, it's just see, amazing to me and, that. And you'll you know, hear, the, you, you hear the cross examinations in Congress right now against those. And you'll hear the Democratic side or whatever side yeah. just jab the narrative with, if I may use the word stupid <laughs> arguments. That makes the argument stumble, and then what's the name of that one guy who's always in charge? It seems the Jordan. guy with the wrong glass, no, oh. the round glasses can't walk. He's a Democrat, always blocks all the elections. Yeah, yeah, what's his uh, name, man? Jerry something, right? Yeah. Jerry Atler. Or something I know who like you're that. talking about. Yeah, he's the one that said Antifa's not real, dude. That guy. Yeah, and Nadler. you see Jim Jordan, and you'll see. Yeah. yeah, you'll see Jim Jordan trying to ask questions. It, it was. 
Yeah, he's the one that was like, just leave Epps alone or something, wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> he's like, Everyone you guys should just time. leave. He's a he's a Trump well, fan. You should yeah. just leave him alone. And, and they want to always try to convert people to being victims. So, oh, you can't be bad to this victim. You're that makes you a bad guy. Yeah. You know that's how they they. That's part of the playbook and how to get psychologically people to accept the lies that they're selling. So when I I look at this, I think about the narrative that you're talking about. I know that a lot of people have that. I look at how McCarthy gave only the footage to Fox News. Now I'm sitting here looking at this, thinking about it. That That now, it seems like he gave it to Fox News just to make everybody looks stupid because why wouldn't she just give it to MSN? Why wouldn't she give it to everybody, you know, let them go through it or whatever and and release what they want. But by giving it just to Fox now, if he releases information that actually is, you know, bombshell information, people are going to be like, Oh, that's just Fox though. You know, so they, they won't, you know, they wouldn't accept it anyway. You know, the, if it's crushing their narrative, nobody wants to let go of their narrative. But even if they, they were like, wow, that's a good valid point. They would never take information from Fox news and use it is what what I'm thinking. We've always heard that what CBS is the CIA station is the CIA station um, company and NBC is supposed to be the FBI. So who do you trust? I no, mean, I, you don't no, you trust give it to, any media. You give it to I everybody. Agree, that's but, my angle. But again, we're only seeing what they want us to see, guys. Yeah, that's that's well, my angle. Is like I'm I'm going. Do you do we trust Tucker here? No, because like I'm kind of wondering. Well, if, I actually believe what's going on is that Tucker did tell most of the truth, but again, half of the truth is often a great lie. So you got to wonder. Well, how much is missing? Was there? And it's just like. What a book has. What's more important, oftentimes, is what's left out of the right, book rather yeah. than what's I, put I, in. I, I think it's there was just, nothing new. No, no. I think that this is a way. In his release, this is a way to get out of it. Because how is Congress going to get out of it? Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. We did wrong. Nancy Pelosi is never going to be brought to trial. No one who who the none of the FBI agents that are now being brought out that erased all that uh, all the evidence are never going to be brought to trial. Mm-hmm. So I believe that they're just using this because uh, it's now too obvious to the public that the Proud Boys, all these groups, they were arrested under false pres- pretenses, pretenses, yes. And, and mm-hmm. they're, they're, the whole lie is starting to unwind, mm-hmm. unwa- unravel. Mm-hmm. It is, Brother Matt. For- the narrative is starting to unravel with the co- all this crap, mm-hmm. and this is a way out to just, okay, out. Well... And we'll sweep it down the cover under the bed and on to the next. But Mud Dog, this this is a little different from what we've seen in the past. What they've done is they've allowed the media to be able to only see one media company's ah. delivery of yeah. it. So you didn't get to see anyone else and what would they have done to counter it? So when they put this out with Fox, and Fox has always been considered to be, I think, more Closer to centrist, but it, it isn't. <laughs> uh, but in any event, well, lefties see it as right, uh, conservative yeah, right. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but Murdoch's kids are lefties, right? And they run. Anyways, go ahead. Finish. But anyway, what what then happens is, if you'd have let everybody else have it, you would have just had big argument, and then maybe some investigation. 
but it would have been like the whitewashing of uh, the the 9-11 and pretty yeah. much everything else. So what happens, though, is now people start to see some of it so they can start thinking and questioning. And when something doesn't make sense, it's because you stopped asking questions too soon. So this will hopefully cause people to ask more questions and say, wait a minute, I got to see what really is or isn't true about this. Because otherwise, it's a mere belief and beliefs may be true or not. But nothing is verified until you've proven it one way or the other. So now we need the proof. Yep. I agree. But I think if they provided the proof, it's not going to change the people's minds that are stuck on that narrative. And you and I, us three, we already believe that the narrative is BS before Tucker's release well, and, the, and the videos. I, like, so that's, this is where I'm getting at is I, I agree that that in technique is supposed to happen. You're supposed to open people's eyes slowly as they see this. But if it's coming from Fox News, it's never going to – you know no lefty is going to open their eyes to Fox News. Never. Hollywood. Ever. The, the, the issue to me would be – how do you get people to get what is called consensus? So if you need to get people to believe, for example, okay, they said, you know, when Columbus, oh, we had flat earth, and then they start believing it's round, and you need to get people to consensus. It slowly comes out in an organic way. Mm -hmm. As soon as you have media involved with massive numbers pushing one narrative, now it ceases to be organic and it's less accept, uh, acceptable. Mm. So this way, I think, is going to cause people to start waking up, which is what we actually need. Oh. And once you get 5% of the people believing something, it's going to explode exponentially. And I just, why wouldn't you it. release it to everybody? Just release it all to the public even because this is versus the just can I, can Fox. I, can I, I'm going to play something here real quick. Well, I had a question. but or Ask your question. I mean... I, I thought you had the question. Let me. I got no key. But why? Why would they just release it to Fox and that basically discredits whatever proof they're going to get instead of releasing well, it publicly people, or to all media? If you watch it, though, and your eyes aren't lying to you, and you can see that they were being shown around, it was not violent. So all those people that have been arrested, uh, yeah, this no. is a huge fraud perpetrated on people. Man. And what's the other thing is you hold people in arrest without a lawyer or anything. They're terrorists for yeah. four but, years. But, now. but yeah, but they're deemed there's terrorists. no proof that they're actual terrorists. Right. Exactly. They I mean, do any act of violence mm -hmm. or I agree. Yeah. But I just, what? I know that's how they're holding. And them. What's our court system. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And they haven't proven. Well, them but guilty see, the, the problem is, we're in a foreign state called Washington, D.C. Yeah. It isn't the country people think that it is. Uh -huh. And by the way, the other flip side is you never get a lawyer in any state on this land. And the reason is there are only attorneys. And who do attorneys work for? You can always think of it as district attorney Attorney General, prosecuting attorney. Have you ever heard of a prosecuting lawyer? No, because there's no such thing. Because those all get paid by the state. And the reason is they all take an oath to the bar, the Crown Corporation, the British Accredited Registry. Therefore, there are no lawyers, only attorneys that work against you. They do not work for the people. 
makes sense. Well, I, the oath they take, by the way, is lawyers. superior to the Constitution. Well, that's why it's separate, one, right? I mean, it ain't, they're not swearing to, the, to uphold the Constitution. The first one that they do is to the bar. That's their primary yep. oath. Yeah. Okay, I, <clears throat> I, I've got a. What do you think if I played this O'Keefe questioning the New York Times um, editor? Um, let me transition over there because we're moving out of January. We're done with January six. Everybody. Yep. Well, this. Okay, yeah. Is that January six related though? Mm, I don't remember, remember if it was that or the vaccine. So. <laughs> okay, I'll go over here real quick. Oh, we're not supposed to say that word. Yeah, we're getting flagged. By the way, if we say it, say the c word, they're flagging us on Spotify. They're they're which, keyword searching our voice. Which 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 word? The c word. <laughs> no COVID. Oh. And 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 yeah. Anyway. Dang it! I don't care. We just flagged. Dang it, Hollywood! We got two rules now on the show. We don't talk about Parmesan cheese. Oh, come on. And we don't talk about dang stab. So they can't handle the truth. There's a problem right there. That ought to be, to me, a reason to. So now you know, Tony, you don't bring talk. We don't talk about the wonderful crafts Parmesan cheese. You could say whatever you want. Okay. All right. Actually, the, the there is one off-limits thing that we'll talk about after the show, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it on the show. Okay. Uh, oh my goodness! I know man. we're supposed to be genuine Do on the show. You smell it, Tony? <laughs> Do you smell it? Chicken chip. I smell no, no. I smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you, you got, O'Keefe over there? Huh? Yeah, yeah, here we go, pussy cat. <laughs> oh, here we go. O'Keefe's back, by the way. Started yeah. about January 6th. Uh, oh. Quote, it was like me and two other colleagues who were there on January 6th. Oh, wow. Outside, we didn't need to transition. We were just having fun. But I know I'm supposed to be traumatized, but like all these colleagues who are in the Capitol building were like, oh my God, it was so scary. I'm like, f off. What do you want? That's Matthew Rosenberg of the New York Times asking me what I want. Only one thing, Matt, the truth. It's a disturbing video that shows Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden discussing what to do and deciding to frame the protesters. This was made up. Every one of these maggots must be prosecuted. Oh, yeah, that's all. Yes, I agree. No more protests in our capital. This is what the video paints a troubling. This is what the left does, huh? Yeah. I just wanted to show to this. Is, look at their own wow! So somebody spent time making a fake O'Keefe video. That's awful. To protect their own interests. Wow. Well, you have to question the motivation of anybody that lies like that. How can you trust them for anything? Yeah, this I, is why government. Its only duty is to lie to us. It never does anything but. If any, you know, if ah, I don't, I'm done with January 6th. Let's let's keep going. I was going to go back. To, I was going to go back <laughs> no, to no, it. But it didn't have to do anything with it. It was that whole point that, that we can go to. I don't know. But anyways. Yep. So I just wanted to make a that. Yeah, just be careful what you hear out there. That's why you have to tune in every Wednesday or obviously Thursday morning to the Good Time Culture Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Tell a buddy. Tell a friend. Some things might be changing when you go into the show. It might take you into another. We are now part of the Spotify uh, podcast system. 
You'll see as the as yeah, no more anchor, no more anchor. I guess they're shutting that off. Anchor's been migrated to Spotify. But don't worry, the show is being carried over over to all the uh, wherever you get your Spotify, you know, Podbean, and all those great places you've been listening to the show. Yeah. So please make sure you tell a buddy, tell a friend about the Good Time Culture Podcast. All right. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Raymond out there leaving some Dude. messages for us. We were checking those last week. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, moon landing was fake. Everybody knows it. Keep on trucking, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it looks like I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for quantitative easing uh, number five, but it looks like we're bailing out banks again, which is... Um, what happened to the Wall Street bailout? What happened to... I, now it's what, normal now? And it's done under both the same president, uh, Democratic presidents, dude. Yeah, uh, Tucker breaks it down here. Uh, it's a pretty elaborate uh, system that they got going, and it sounds like the regulations were even loosened for them. Real quick. But I don't know where the regulators were, people. Where are the, the regulators? 80s, in the 80s was the saving and homes crash, right? Yes. Who was that under the Reagan watch, right? Uh, as I recall, but no one ever went to jail. Right. Just like the 0809. And this will be the same, most likely. And the saving in homes was the same thing, right? That it was homes and all this type well, of... Well, it's, it's all a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. But, but, but the problem is, ultimately, they don't prosecute because they know that, hey, as soon as they do, someone will sing like a canary and they can't have that. So then they come up with every excuse why they're, they're not. And they want to make false claims of who or what to blame. And, oh, well, the data has been lost, so we can't prosecute. And this, That's the quick, easiest thing. Oh, we no longer have that information. Sorry. Just like NASA saying, oh, well, we don't know how to get to the moon anymore. We threw yeah, that away. Yeah, well, and, and they were saying, <laughs> there was reports I was reading that on that Silicon Valley Bank that many members, they're, what do you have, they're, um, their board members, they were part of other banks that have done the same thing in the oh, past. Oh, yes. And they had notice, so they got money out. And by the way, they uh, many got bonuses. The bonuses Ooh. are make sure to keep those people silent. Quiet. Mm. That's the bribe is the bonus. We got, because we want you to head up our next scam. They're also doing this kind of stuff. Did not seem to spend a lot of time banking. And, of course, they didn't need to bank, really. Because the Fed was guaranteeing them a never-ending torrent of cash in the form of free money. So what did they do? Well, here is Scott Shea, the chairman of Signature Bank, welcoming his employees to a meeting of the bank's critical pride council. This video is from last December, just months before Signature Bank slipped beneath the waves. And the pride council in question, as you will see in a moment, featured a self-described genderqueer transmasculine person called Finn Brigham, who arrived to teach employees about pronoun use. Watch. <laughs> yeah, the woke. Yeah, uh, both companies, the uh, the Silicon Valley one, uh, their head fi- risk, risk uh, financial risk officer was a, you know, like out um, Never queer, LGBTQ whatever, team. trans yeah. thing, Never you know, like why promoting got, wokeism. Why got the job? What was its qualifications? What other yeah. banks did it run? Nope. Nope. They also said that they've been out without, they were without a 
risk officer for like a long time. There was, I guess there was a lot of people kind of quitting, like the executives kind of smelt it coming, you know, a year ago. But, they, but, but there's also saying that our great governor here was one of the biggest investors in that bank. And he's one of the first guys that picked up the phone and called old uh, makes sense old Biden there to go. Hey, dude, we need some help out here. Get this bank. There's a lot of bank, rich and people. It is too. a pleasure for me to welcome you to this multimedia, multicasted, multispatial meeting of the Pride Council. And I'm just wow. thrilled that there are about 40 people in the room. The Pride I understand Council. There's something like 190 people at watch parties. So. Hi to you all at the watch parties. You know, the most common pronouns that folks are familiar with are she and he. Becoming much more common, and I, you know, I don't know if there's anyone in the signature bank world, but probably you have clients that use they, them as pronouns. Um, they're gender neutral pronouns on purpose. We talked about folks that are non-binary that intentionally like don't Hitler identify mustache. as male or female. What's so this some guy of doing? those folks use they, them as their pronouns. Is that Z not a Hitler mustache? Neutral pronoun. Um, and the other part of that would be here. We don't have to listen. Yeah, have you ever seen we get the, the point on this have one. Have you ever seen the guy with a Hitler mustache with a flat top? <laughs> that was an interesting combination. I just tripped out. It was like a super gay guy with a Hitler mustache. That was well, bizarre. But why, why such a focus in controlling language, dude? Mm, well, oh, this is the real reason why. There you why. go. We, we got when a guy. think about it, any time people speak words how do they process it they think in words so if you corrupt the language corrupt the words you corrupt thought so you're always so the doubting goal yeah. is to corrupt thought yeah dario this what is what takes everything apart and and the more you corrupt the word down. uh it, it also yeah, goes back to if people go with the biblical aspect, if God is the word, you're corrupting the word, you're corrupting God. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, no. I know, mean, this because is, they're, this they're, would be a great sin considered. Well, and do you imagine, I mean, not imagine, if you really think about it, the whole, if you read it, at the, the, there has been no greater population of people that, of, of a literate population than the Christian population. Where they are focused because they have to read their book. So that's why a lot of the monasteries started the school systems. A lot of the monasteries started the university systems. A lot of the monasteries, but the, they first started just going into rural Arab places to teach them just how to read. And that's how the school system started coming out and more and more. And then well, it came into that. Be, believe it or not, that's something that really changed the United States quite a bit because back in the day uh, people had Bibles and they were taught to read and that would be considered dangerous because you don't want people to know too much. And when they, when they got to learn law, then they could challenge. So then they had to try to dumb people down. Yes. Well, they would say that certain books you weren't able to touch Mm -hmm. because you know, you had to be, you had to go to university and and have a, un, you know, learn things before you could understand. But there was a tense of lit, of certain reading because there was right. certain things that they had printed up. Well, oddly enough, when I was in college, I had a very good uh, history professor that uh, befriended me, and uh, he would well, actually, it was like four of us, and we'd go to the uh, student uh, lunch place and. 
he he got us to read some books that he wasn't allowed to have us read as part of the curriculum. Oh, okay. So it was kind of a bit of an eye opener, and yeah. I can recommend the books is go ahead and get Lysander Spooner's books, L Y S A N D E R. Lysander Spooner wrote one called The Constitution of No Authority, and I don't recall the name of the other one. Mm, I like the sound read, of it. We read both of those, and that's yeah. an eye-opener. Huh. And But, boy, the, it was interesting. University didn't want you to have that on the curriculum. Hmm. Uh, so, so it's but, suppression of knowledge. I mean, any time you have a university that suppresses knowledge, yep. come on. that's probably what they're there for. That would make a lot more sense. And it was going woke back then. You know, now, now they're actually using as, you know, a almost an offensive cultural weapon. We're probably in the beginning. It was mainly like a gatekeeping mechanism. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, where now it's more of like a propaganda machine for them. You know, that's just all these minds they can mold. (laughs) Well, that's creepy. the, The problem is that, Spooner's books were so good that you really couldn't argue uh, effectively to make them or discount it in any way. Mm. That's why they have to get rid of them. Yeah. Mm. You know, back to the, uh, the bank uh, runs and these bail, you know, they're not technical bailouts uh, because they're not actually bailing out the banks themselves. They're just bailing out the depositors at this point. Actually, they they might bail out the the actual banks eventually. I don't know. No, well, they bailed you know, out the bank. What, what, they're what, looking for buyers is what, what they're what looking it, for. What it actually is, though, is it's going to be a charge effectively to the public, which they deem yeah. to be us. Right. Because someone's paying for it. There is no free lunch any yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Someone's got to pay that bill. But uh, my, my angle on all this is very similar to the FTX uh, situation uh, where the regulators were swarming and all up in their business and yet somehow, in quotations, missed this again. Uh, this, this is now the second and third largest bank yeah. uh, take takeover in history. Well, but see, here's... After Lehman Brothers and the big one. So my angle now is... I'm starting to see this pattern that they allow it to happen, 9-11, whatever, all these things. They allow them to happen so that they have the answer for us, right? They're, they're ready. They create the problem they, or they allow the problem to happen, and then they have the answer. And, I, you know, well, it's but, looking like the CBDC stuff, but who knows what the answer well, is for the this. The problem, though, was Signature Bank failed because it invested in crypto. Sam Bankman frees. That's Part stuff, of it, yeah. Which was a huge thing. Yeah. But and, crypto well, I, wasn't I, very much for S, SBV. It was surprising. No, no not, not for SVB. But the, I was surprised. But, but the signature one is, is very important because once that would get investigated, the truth would come out that it was uh, a whole laundering uh, uh-huh. thing to Ukraine. And this contributes... Hollywood to what I was okay. talking about a long time ago when the crypto, well, a while back on the show, hmm. when we spoke about when the crypto market was crashing was the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, what? Contagion. And how, yeah. it, and how far, how much, how far it's going to go out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're just starting to see that there's a lot of uh, houses built on cars, dude. Well, the, if you, 
you know, from all what I've heard, and if you look into it, it makes sense that they, everything was fine because they were bond heavy. And everything was fine mm-hmm. until the interest rates started going up. You know, whenever that was last year, well, so when they started see, doing you, that, you knew that starting- was a planned crash that way. Yeah, because I mean, you knew what happened when you bought treasuries and they were paying one and a half percent, which doesn't even cover inflation. You're losing money, yeah. and then oh, all of a sudden there's bonds that are paying five or six. Well, what you have now is pretty worthless. Who's going to buy it? So yeah. do you do you, but do you think bef- that? Before the interest rate went up, they were paying five five percent. Yeah, and then once the interest rates went up, you know, it basically is correlates, and now they're they ain't making none, and they can't sell their bonds. You know, like no. nobody wants, like you said, nobody wants those bonds. It's a hot potato, man. But uh, so the the crypto the the thing with them is they were big uh, crypto uh, helper, like they would loan uh, startups the money that they needed to do their crypto stuff. But when you looked at it, it was, I think it was 10% uh, of their uh, loans were to crypto specific companies. Most of them were like tech, so, you know, like mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, not really blockchain stuff, but tech stuff. Okay. Anyway, the third quarter is coming to an end. First quarter. They're going to blame crypto. Wait, wait, the first quarter is <laughs> coming to an end. Okay. And there's talking about that. There might be an increase again. Because the Fed's going to meet again. Every quarter they meet. Yeah, I don't know if they okay, can. Four but... quarters. First quarter's almost ending. So, if it goes up, do you think that that's going to stifle uh, the inflation? Do you think oh, that if no, it goes... Oh, no, it won't stop it... inflation at all. Yeah, we're... It has no bearing on that. Yeah. Okay, so now that it has... It, because I, I heard this question... So now maybe a inflate, year later, if, two if, years if, later, if they have to if they have to inflate if they have to increase the interest to try and stop inflation, does that then mean that we technically then are in a recession? Then I think we are. Oh, we've already been. Yeah. But remember, they changed the the supposedly yeah. the the they did definition of it. They did. But now, if they raise interest two times in a row to mm. try to counter inflation. Well, Does that then mean that we're in a recession? Because what is going to be the, the well, definition? Again, now? whenever they change the definition of a word, they're going to corrupt it, and it's going to corrupt the thought process. The whole deal is when you raise the you know the interest rate for borrowing and all that. Well, you're going to make homes less affordable. The only compensation there is for prices to lower right. to keep the payment the same because people shop house payment. Not house price, mm-hmm. but the, but car manufacturers aren't going to be able to sell their you products. You, Everything you, else gets added on, so you're never going to see anything go down. The you can alter is going thought. To still be there. You can alter thought, yeah. but you can't alter reality. And I think that's what we're getting hit right now is reality. We can we can try and say that two plus two equals five, but in reality, it equals four. And we can talk about thought. But reality, I think that's what it is because a lot of well, thoughts. They're- well, no, what my, my point, though, in thought is if you have the, the proper thought is truth. When you corrupt the thought, it's a lie. Well, so they're getting everybody to accept the corrupted lie. That's what happens because people think in terms of language. So when you corrupt that language, you're going to corrupt the thought because that's what they're using in their thought process. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it now now you're going to see that definition goes, oh, okay, now I, it means this, that sentence. 
Yeah. Well, but I don't. I again, I don't believe that the the anyways, the, the the core of it would change. The outcome of it, the reality of it. All right, what's next? Well, one? it's going to be like a cakewalk, you know, where the last one there is going to be stuck with something, and that's going to be us with the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be my kids. All of us, dude, all of us. What's next, Hollywood? That the totally legitimate Joe dude. Biden and the most diverse Treasury Department of all times, they're robbing us, idiots. They're robbing us. This is your first clue? It's been two years of economic destruction. This is the first time? First time? Oh, my gods, man. My kombuchas, they're way more expensive. And my hash browns, they three bucks. I'm sorry, what, your EBT cards don't work at McDonald's? (laughs) Your Joe Obama money doesn't work over at McDonald's? How how are you just now figuring out that things are all screwed up? Hide inflation. Yeah, but see, you know what? Right. It's kind of there's a an bucket irony. of milk is cost. There's an irony there, and that is is that these people that graduate with their uh, LGBTQ gender studies stuff, their only kind of job they're going to get is at McDonald's. I mean, what kind at, of jobs at, are there for that? I mean, the, it's it's a useless degree. The issue is that's that a few they're, they're going to get get, they're mm-hmm. start getting their people into management. <laughs> yeah, right, right now, straight, straight into management. Yes, because no, no, somehow because. <laughs> They're saying that a lot of these companies, if they see those pronouns on applications, right, yeah. they're not hiring them. Oh, they're not that hiring would be them great. because they know what kind of problems they're going to bring to their company. Oh, yes. But so they're going to have to infiltrate, just like they did the college, their management, just just like they tried to do with uh, Project Veritas. They did. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> they didn't that. try. They did it. Yeah. Man. Well, Project all of Veritas government no has more. been infiltrated. Everything is. Every corporation's been infiltrated. It's yeah. that whole Black Rock uh, scenario. Just you don't even have to own it. You just control the majority of it. Well, or at least you know how a big enough part where you're bark. I'm going to go ahead. What did I? When say? they own the when when they're dealing with stockholders, the stockholders oftentimes only defer to the management to do their vote for them if they have a vote, depending on the kind of shares they have. So when you leave it up to management and you have this trust that isn't earned, you're going to have to suffer with those mistakes. And this is the problem that we have now. Anytime you have a company that doesn't want to mind the store, as it were, we're, we're seeing that they're falling apart. Yeah. There's the old go woke, go broke now. So uh, mm-hmm. I just see this as being a bad thing down the line. I was going to, I it, we had Tony as the guest. I was going down the list of these companies are going broke. It was too long for the intro for the show this, yeah. this week. Oh, yes. Too long, guys. You know what I mean? Stores closing and many companies in our state starting to get shaked down for money. Mm. They can't afford these bills, and now they're uh, they're a state. Our I don't know if you guys heard out there in Good Time Culture Nation, our state that never ever owned slaves are now playing what five million dollars reparations? Oh gosh, <laughs> per yeah. black person in San Francisco, they want to do it for the state per black person. You know who you know who's gonna make money? Bentley. You know who's gonna make money? Gucci. 
You know who's going to make money? Burschassi or whatever. I can't even say all the names anymore. That's who's going to make money. Well, I don't see that that's actually going to be a viable thing to, to make work because the joke. people will be up in arms over that one for people that have never suffered anything, you know. I mean, Our federal government now has that 200 families in the state of Georgia, they're going to help black 200 black families to buy their first homes in Georgia. So yeah. now we go to the reverse discrimination that, oh, we're, we're only going to help certain groups of people there based you go. on color. Yeah. Well, there is another report up in Washington that a teacher was fired because they found out she was a Christian. She wasn't telling people she was a Christian. They found out she was a Christian. Well, to fire for someone, their religious belief is a violation. Huge How about this violation. one? Um, who's this from? Oh. Fox News, but I saw it on a, a different website too but uh i don't i don't know if everybody heard this vermont christian school barred from future tournaments after forfeiting their game against a team with a trans student so it's a women's basketball team that basically said we're not playing uh in this tournament with that with that boy on your team and i'd be all for that and they they basically have now banned the all women's team that uh, didn't want to play the trans guy. They barred the all women's team. Trans guy still playing on the women's league. Well, yeah. you know what? Ordinarily, you'd think that the trans guy should be in, uh, embarrassed that that's how he he can try to win. What? That, that's like cheating in solitaire or something, man. I mean, it's uh, what's what's the real benefit? How, it are, is a, how are you ahead? It you is know? a fascinating mechanism that you're able to. Fool yourself so hard that you believe it so much, even though it's obvious, you know, I mean, I don't know. They, they talk about how many uh, points he went on to score through the tournament, you know, like just dominating, yeah. <laughs> basically well, the, the, scoring the double. The is working. Like, how do they not, how is there not that moment where you're like, this, this is not a good look. Mm-mm. There's no moment. Well, I saw one video of a, <laughs> of a guy that was wrestling a, gal and mm. it was so over the top in his favor i mean barbaric he was, yeah is significantly stronger mm. and what ufc is brutal to watch those because yeah. there's a couple trans dudes that are oh, in the women's uh yeah cy- was it cyborg well or maybe you know cyborg i'd be girl. all fine if they it's just another said one. okay women women my men, bad UFC men, trans to trans Make it a trans league if they got it or whatever. Yeah. But you, you, you have too much of an advantage. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because, like, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, it's just, you know, they're all worried about how, you know, how it uh, affects them socially to be uh, put on the outs or uh, kind of on the outsider. But they don't there's no moment where you think, well, what does it do to all those women on that team? You know, all the families that supported those girls to get them to those, uh, games to make it to the tournament. You know, I mean, well, they changed the definition then of what fair is selfish. And it's very self-centered. And I think it's really, it's all about me. I want to be a star on the team, but you know, (laughs) How how can you possibly think that that's okay to take advantage of people if you've got a fifty pounds over your mm-hmm. opponent? Because you know you know why I think why they do that. Because 
the people who allow that makes themselves feel who allow a transgender and let them do that. They can do that and make themselves feel good, I guess. But while there's a mental person with mental yeah. issues out in the rain, in the cold, trying to find some type of shelter, mm. we used to have places to keep them. You know, they used to call them insane asylums, whatever you want to call them. But there was a place there where they're out of the weather and taken care of. Okay, so then how do you feel about having that guy making his uh, female competitor his emotional tampon? Basically? Exactly. I'm just saying. But instead of dealing with, with the people who have mental issues, now we're allowing them to live their fantasy. Do you see that figure skater? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was Did you awesome. See it? Oh, it was great. My goodness, dude. She looked like She fell Hollywood. down. Yeah, no. An older version of Hollywood trying to Man, I'm finger skate. I'm not sure skate. how I'm going to take that. And she I was. I just and, got and offended. She's in the, I got in the national. And you're talking about the best finger, figure skaters in the world. Finger skater. She tried it. No, no. She was among the best finger, figure skaters in the world. And you know there are athletes, those people. Mm-hmm. And this so-called woman, to let her live her fantasy, dude, she, it would be something if, if she actually did a good job. But it was like it, you got a told, like it was me for the first time being on, on, yeah. on it'd be, ice skates. It'd be comically. Dude. Yeah. And so they think they're helping this person. You imagine what that person must have felt when she left the ice. What are you going to say? Oh, you did just fine. Are you no, kidding me? you're not me? going to get that. So they, 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 they harmed that person more if that was their concern, but they don't care about that. I don't know what the virtuous is, but they don't care really about anybody except for themselves looking virtuous. Well, in, in reality... Do you really think that anybody goes to one of those to see someone do poorly? No. 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 I mean, I, I, I used to always tell, I, I used to teach uh, speaking. And, you know, for public speaking, a lot of people, it's the most scary thing for them to overcome. But one of the things that I always told people, and it seemed to help quite a bit, was that let people know that, you know what, everybody in the audience wants to see you do well. One of the reasons why you clap for them before they even get up to speak, because otherwise they're going to feel pretty disappointed that they're not welcome. So the whole concept of getting everybody to clap is to make them feel welcome so you can get the best performance out of the speaker because everyone is cringing when they do a poor job. Yeah, exactly. Interesting, yeah. It's a cool way to think about it if you're stressed out. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody here wants you do and, wants and, you to do good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, huh. and yeah, I like and, that. And amazing too. You know, it's it's like I'm just thinking about these young women who have all their lives, as we said, the rigorous. I don't know mm-hmm. what the tyranny of of living in a what do you call it? Uh, these child sports, the hell the parents live that every weekend dedicating their time to playing in tournaments, getting better, getting coaches, getting better, and and playing among women. Their skill yeah. set is among women. Money. All that money the yeah, family invested. a lot of money. And this dude, <laughs> in one week, can say, I feel like I'm a woman, and destroy all the work that this family, that girl, mm-hmm. had done for her whole life. How is it that that's not considered unfair? Yeah, and and. Yeah, I agree. And so you're and telling me that the the the, the to I take, agree to to 
how do you say, to save the dream of this narcissist person right. over the dreams of these 10 girls. On top of that, if you say anything, you're an asshole. Dude. That's like, that's like the cherry on top of your so how cupcake is, why there, is it man. The person that, it's like, it's like, it's like if, if a guy, it's like you're running a marathon, you start from the beginning and then I start like a mile before the end and I win. Is that cool? Hey, I, I ran. That's not fair. Or, yeah, I mean. I mean, that wouldn't be fair. There's been a lot. Of, it wouldn't be fair. I mean, so this person in the last minute says, I'm a woman. Yeah. And then kicks your ass and you go, dude, I just spent the last 17 years of my life to get to this point. Yeah, it's, um, luckily it does feel like it's being pushed back on and, you know, we'll just let God kind of figure out how far back we need to push. But we do need to push and. I mean, all the southern states have, are passing laws on that type of, uh, um, you know, no no men in female sports rules. And I don't know if they're laws or uh, if they're just, uh, I think they're actually like laws from their Congress. Well, I, I would Congress. think it should be where, honestly, no, like uh, Little League, for example, or whatever sport that, that you know, it's... It's a regulatory type of, of agency or whatever that you wouldn't have a, whether baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is, to have these transgenders on there doing things. Have them do their own transgender league then. Right. Don't try to put it on the exact because um, there is no equal there. I've kind of felt like they should have like a steroid league too because – uh, but maybe they're all doing steroids, and that we are watching oh, the steroid league. Be. Uh, this um, this reminds me of a cla- instant classic here. See if I can get it going. Joining us now, Miss Swanson. How does it feel to be competing today? I can't tell you how free I feel now that I've started identifying as a woman. Now that I can compete as female, I'm ready to smash the other girls. And is it correct you just started identifying as female two weeks ago? I'm not here to talk about my transition. I'm here to kick some fucking ass. Let me tell you something, Dingleberry. David Perry. I'm going to roll up the other women here, and I'm going to smoke them. I am the strongest woman this state has ever seen. Any words for the challenger and Miss Woman? Uh, good luck, Heather. <laughs> luck is for dudes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh, my goodness. South Park, uh, when oh. is this, too? Oh, my goodness. Three years oh, ago. Oh, my goodness. This is so good. What's funny is the similarity oh. between that and um, Stein's thing when he goes to the... Have you ever seen that Alex Stein guy that goes oh. to the city hall? Uh, and d- does his like three minute? He gets his three minutes in front of city halls, and oh. he'll just be absurd and oh, like I ridiculous. Man, you got to It's really funny because one of them he does is he he comes in and he's got a robe on, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I just came from the uh, the community center, and the girls' swimming team is not letting me swim down there with them, and I just transitioned last week." And he like pulls off his robe and he's like in this girl's you know, speedo looking thing. And it's some giant dude. And he's like, I just want, and he just basically goes on for three minutes saying, you know, it's not fair that they're not letting me do it. And he, you know, he's, he's basically throwing it in their face. You know, this, uh, Mm -hmm. 
the, the ridiculousness of this, you know, uh, but I, it's, I don't do it justice, but I'm sure everybody knows Alex Stein. He's the one that did the uh, pissed off AOC oh and all that. Goodness, that was man. the best. You see that one? My big yeah, you, oh, I've you, never seen him. You got to go through the, because at one point he's, oh, I can't even do it justice. But uh, it's hilarious. Alex Stein, um, maybe I'll try to send you a. Send you a link to remind you because yeah, it's it's do. it's chuckle. Yeah. You, you'll laugh, you know, what, <laughs> for I, a couple I, hours. And I thought I was a Macho Man Randy Savage fan before. <laughs> that was Randy. I Savage. I am huh? a Heather fan from now on. Heather Savage. Heather yeah. Savage. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Let's get out of here. We we've already pissed off. Oh, that was so good. Everybody's like feeling uncomfortable from oh, that discussion, my goodness, huh? Dude, that's so good. over to some well you know it's still what is bizarre to me that they got people believing that there's more than the two genders you know i mean again <laughs> you know corruption of thought and language it's the height of absurdity no no no, no. hollywood put out a a tweet or a, a message to on our message board about a what was it hollywood that it was a company that was selling t-shirts <laughs> yeah it was that was all about do you remember what it said it was the pride a rainbow pride shirt or something. Yeah, and it has something about love people. Then in the bottom, bottom it says male or female. Like which <laughs> which side do you need? If you're ordering the shirt, you pay, mm. pick male or female. <laughs> you know, like it's like and you're like wait a minute, I thought all the same non-binary shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, so last uh, uh, last they even tripped their, over their own well, vocabulary words. Words, man. You you remember when they were trying to get rid of any uh, words that had man in it, like manufacture. Mm-hmm. So, Manpower. So, yes, oh, yeah. all that kind of thing. And it was like so They ridiculous. changed everything. They changed words. Yeah. You can't say uh, mother-daughter. It's birthing. So I don't care. Parent. I still say what it is. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, they're in their, like, legal, the way they're supposed to word things, you know, but, in... Um, in the laws, again, you know, that they write corruption of everything. It's insane. Like, I, had, wow. I, had, I had a conversation one time with Mike. We'll teacher, never use that. Right. And so there's a, another person in, in the class and the teacher dropped the word. Oh yeah. I got my, my partner here to help me with the, in the class. And I go, my partner and the whole interrupt, the, uh, the conversation got bad, whatever. When I went to the school, I told the principal, I go, she brought the word partner in. Well, nowadays, when she said partners, I was thinking, what do you mean? So your husband, your lover is there helping you with my about kid? spouse. <laughs> no, no. But see, that's the word. Again, that's the problem when you change words like that. Because, okay, so what's the new definition for the word, what the word partner used to mean? So what's the new word for that? Well, If I you're going to replace one word, word, okay, so what replaced the word, what the word partner actually meant? What 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 does that how what do we do? You know, if you're if we're going to well, take but a, a partner can be either sex. It's just like having a business partnership, you know, that kind of thing. But when you start using the word like okay, man in manufacture would be bad. Well, those are some extremely ignorant people because man is a species, so now, not a gender. But see, but then then <laughs> comes in that word what you've brought in sometimes the marriage license. So now, since it's a contract, the marriage license is a contract. 
Yes. Is that why then they'll change the verbiage then? Well, they are the trying partner? to do it that way, it appears, because when you think about it, most people don't realize when you get the marriage license, it means you invited the state mm-hmm. to be a partner, superior party at interest in your marriage. Therefore, that's why it can say what schools you have to have your kids go to and yeah. what vaccinations and all that crap. So why would I have to have a marriage license? If you remember, well, you're too young, but in the 60s, um, I was very young, and I knew older people that they were the flower children of the day. And (laughs) what those people had to go through was when they ended up having children out of wedlock, oh, my God, the state had a... A, a huge problem. Hospitals didn't know what to do. How do we do this? We need the name of mom and pop and everything. And it, it was, it, it was sick. What they actually tried to do it was force people to get married. It was by, by doing that. So I have a right to get married or not. And that wow. should be a private thing. It should not be an invitation for the state to be involved in something that is private. But what it really did was it meant that you registered the birth, so-called birth, by the way people are born, ships are birthed. So when they do the birth date, the birth date is really only the first day you could breathe air. It wasn't your godly beginning, which was fertilization. And then what they do is they say, oh, well, the birth certificate, where would you send that? And the, the idea was that they always got, you know, showed people the stork carrying the little satchel and it's going to take the baby and deliver the baby. Delivering is a commercial term. So why would it be that? Oh, because the post office is involved because the stork wore a mailman cap. So sure. then it gets mailed sure. to Washington, D.C., and it's just like a book. If it goes to the Library of Congress... You need a way to find it. So you would find it under maybe Smith, Mary, Anne. And that would be its proper birth on a shelf in the library. So that's all that means. And it also meant that you then gifted it to the state. Registration means gifting it to the state. And the reason is, is because you now have divided title to the kid. When you had the child... Mom signed a declaration, basically, of delivery of a product or good. Because on a marriage license, it says, all products of this union belong to the state. Well, your kid is reduced to a product, and now you gifted it to the state? Yeah, yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Let's go geopolitical, guys. We've got to get out of this... Uh... We're in, we're in a weird headspace. Get out of here. I gotta do this again then. This one again? Well, you guys didn't. You cut me off when I went into it. All right. Like twice now. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran restore relations and deal brokered by China. So China is making all these peace deals. I wouldn't be surprised if they make some sort of weird deal with the whole Ukrainian thing just to make us look like assholes. Uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed to reestablish diplomatic relations Friday in a deal mediated by China, ending seven years of estrangement 
and jolting the geopolitics of the Middle East. Uh, the part I found interesting in this article, U.S. has been trying to broker a deal between Saudi Arabia and Israel in an effort obviously now clouded with uncertainty. So we were trying to get a deal going. They snuck in and got a little deal for going with another one. It's kind of interesting. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it was Benj- who is it? Benjamin Netanyahu, which I don't really like him, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. He's the leader again in Israel uh, somehow, but he did say that this was in direct response to the U, the Americans' weakness. Um, is why this happened, which he's basically calling out Biden, and well, I'm, if, I'm assuming if, our diplomats. If if you remember, at least biblically, in the end times. The, um, let's see, we would be reduced to a pariah of all sorts because all other countries will ignore the, uh, well, they don't say the United States, but the new Babylon. Interesting. The new Babylon is Hmm. indicated by the Statue of Liberty, Hmm. which is the United States is the new Babylon. Mm -hmm. The Statue of Liberty? How's that? Well, what color is it for one? <laughs> and I've what is it holding? Everything you look at the look at the Statue of Liberty and what is it wearing and the crown and all this stuff. I mean it's the symbolism is there for people that open their eyes. Hmm. It was gifted to us by France. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested how that whole I always found it kind of a weird thing to gift to a country. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's extremely odd. <laughs> Gigantic that statue call. that everybody sees when they get here. Like That's like one of the first people, things. Yeah, to do yeah. some research on the Statue of Liberty and what it means. And it's odd, right, between two countries that right now, historically, we don't get along. The French the historically don't like Americans, and Americans always talk smack about no, French that's not. I mean, that actually isn't so much it. Dude, I don't... I. It's been... 20 years since I've had French fries. I've been eating Freedom Fries now for chicken since oh. 2011. I'm not actually anti-French. I've known some really nice <laughs> French people it. that I like. <laughs> what was that about? That was the Iraqi thing or something? Was that, that an Iraq in, war thing or something? They didn't, they didn't want to... They didn't want to get in. There you go. Yeah, they didn't want to go with us or something. Yeah. So we got all mad at them. Started, yeah. Well, you here French was, people. Here was so part stupid. of the problem. Believe it or not. There was a we king love that French was people. king of England and France at the same time. Huh. Try to remember which one it is now. Was it? Uh, oh, France is the ones that fought the Muslims well, off, right? Like I always repeat, if everybody wants Portugal to hear and France, a no. second-rate show, that it's all right. Is Dan Carlin's Dangerous History? Don't even recommend that. Yeah, just keeps. Yeah, but, say dangerous history because that's not right. But we don't want. But to... he's got he's got a great talk about how all these kings like Great Britain, uh, at that time the Kaiser in Germany, the Russian Tsar, how they're the 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 King of France, the Sweden, all these monarchs are all cousins. Well, yeah, they're all related. They're all brothers. They're and all cousins. the blue blood Illuminati families, dude. And 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 they say that the the reason it's a fascinating 
tale about how the Kaiser was the new guy on, on the block and he wanted to be accepted among the rest of the old Royal Blues, but they didn't want to accept him. That's really one of the reasons they got into World War One. It is fascinating how it's, if you really look at what all this nonsense really is all about. Well, it's, it's, I'll tell you what, though, you know. Maybe at one time. There's infor, in, information about, like, our Civil War, okay? One of the big things that happened there was we got into agreement with France to help us out. But they helped out the 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 Confederate. Yeah, the Confederate was still us. Mm. Do you, you, you really need to understand what the Confederacy is or was and that there's no way that the Confederate flag is racist. Yeah, I agree. The Confederate the North flag the has to do shitheads. with the Confederacy. A Confederacy was what? A group of all a those A group of people, people that got together to have a structure of government. That's it. Because what they did under the Articles of Confederation that started this country, and then later on, we ended up getting a constitution that everybody, by the way, the Articles of Confederation were never repealed. But in having the constitution, you realize what that came from, which meant a constitutor. A constitutor is the one that takes on the debt obligations of another. So it meant that we had to have this constitutional country to be able to play ball with all of the other countries that had constitutions because having just the Articles of Confederation meant you couldn't be in commerce. That's why they had to have the Constitution have the Commerce Clause of the Constitution, which is rather ambiguous. Makes sense. What are your rules, dude? These are the rules. Yeah. Kind of a certification. What are you What are you bringing up now? Uh, I, I just I want to read. Uh, I want to read through the Articles of Confeder Federation now. Because this was basically the proto Constitution. I don't part, know if it partly, does it cover rights. Yeah, as much but, though. But, well, the the fundamental part of the Constitution I would say had to do with the. Uh, 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 in twelve fifteen, there was the Magna Carta. Right, yeah, that's the English, right? The the nobleman brought the king to the meadow because the nobleman basically put that king in charge, and so it, it's not what you would call kingdoms are not a natural structural form of government, although it is a government, but it's by one ruling guy, and he'd have his other noble people to go along with it. Well, when the king was breaking his contract with the nobleman. They brought the king to oh, the meadow yeah, and said, you're going to sign this and agree to it, which is fundamental rights for everybody. And if you don't, we're going to bring back just your head to show everybody what happens to someone that violates a contract with us. So that was actually very important. And this was England, right? Yes. Yeah, it was written in England. England. We're, we're big in England. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good times culture podcasts. Big and uh, shout out, shout out to all it, the ladies out there in England. Just market, mm -hmm. yeah. It's all because I ride a Triumph motorcycle. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, 
the Triumph Nation out there goes. We go hand in hand with the Good Time Culture Nation. Well, I like my dad's Austin Healy. <laughs> was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to have him sell me the car, and he wouldn't. <laughs> I've been looking at the at the ugly ones, like the the one the ones that weren't too popular, like the seventy eight. Yeah. When they try to make the kind of a wave, like a fish looking body, if probably if it's a TR or something. Yeah. They're not too bad, expensive, and they got the right electronics on it. You can get well, picked them for maybe still about four or five. I grand. tell you, I had a I had a guy uh, I knew that uh, he raced the original Mini Cooper, the little oh. tiny tiny ones, and man, he kicked ass in the SCCA slalom stuff we did, and so did uh, James Garner. He had three of them. <laughs> I, I suggest if you want to see something fun on YouTube, there's a. Greenwood or Greenrich Racing, mm-hmm. and they have a, a antique racing, and they mm-hmm. have a mini category. Yes. And they'll do an inter, inter car where they'll have like a 56 Thunderbird, mm-hmm. a bunch of beautiful 50, you know, British racers and a couple of minis. Mm-hmm. Dude, when you see a mini pass by a Camaro, oh, dude, that gets you so excited. Because, you're, you know, as soon as it does all the little curves, that little mini just, bam. Although, and where you see the mini races, dude, it's the, it's like watching midgets fight. It's like the what, best though, thing in the world. <laughs> the, the the funniest, most impressive car that I I'd seen, I was you know at an SCCA slalom event was a Triumph Spitfire, and it had the flip up forward bonnet, and the guy the guy ended up having these nice you know grippy slicks dude, in like the, the trunk and the back dude. and yeah. everything he'd come and put all the change all the wheels and tires and everything but what he did is he put an RX7 engine dude, in a rotary it, a rotary <laughs> with a supercharger Dang. and a turbo feeding the supercharger wow imagine the psi the thing it? sounded like it, and it went like a slot car it just squeegee down the road man that thing as just, it is what is that car i think that car doesn't even weigh 2000 pounds oh no it just kicked ass like you would not oh believe, that little man. Spe- oh my goodness he dude. kicked mm, all the mm, porsches and everybody oh dude yeah. With a rotary, right now that's the bad now. So a turbo compound in a and the idiot's not even wearing a helmet. Um, I'm almost done here. I got a little bit of a cool, uh, cool podcast I'd like to share with you guys. But if you guys have anything else you'd want to talk about, uh, we're I'm about done. wrapping up here. So yeah. Uh, uh, let me look to my clip. What do you got, buddy? I do. Uh, I did listen to me some tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. Ah, this guy's. A, this this is his second addiction. It's, First is Bryson Gray, and this is his second. Addiction. He has some some of the best guests, uh, but uh, he had. Oh boy, it doesn't say his name here. But they were basically talking about uh, were is are nuclear weapons real? Oh. And, and the kind of oh. a lot of the shadiness that is a a pattern is reminds me a lot of the moon landing when it goes when it comes around to uh you know the the research and the 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 testing the actual uh use case that we did um they covered a little bit here and uh we could take a listen and then discuss let's get into Hiroshima too because it is yeah. absolutely hilarious. So let's get, okay, so that was what we were getting into. Pearl Harbor, America doesn't want to go into war. 
FDR is like, we got to get in the war. How are we going to do it? And so basically they starve Japan of its oil. And Japan's hand is kind of been pushed. Breakdown okay. here, totally unnecessary, he thought. And protested through a series of 77 lectures. Okay. Picking up. Obi-Wan so Kenobi. Check this out. Help. So one of the like Obi Wan Kenobi. One of the ways. Sorry about that. One of the way they're queuing up a clip, so that's that's on their end. Uh, but one of the ways they kind of make this uh, observation, I wouldn't really say assumption or uh, proving this, but is this old footage from the dude that was uh, doing a lot of, and I wish I had his name, doing a lot of the research into. Uh, nuclear weapons and uh i guess he went around you might even remember this he went around for i guess 10 years tour in the northwest basically drinking uh and handling uh radioactive water and uh check this out if you put the probe right there have you seen this video? you've got to see this video right yeah. jack all right i've never no hold on jack right. stop it Oh. You've never he, seen this video? Podcast, no. Right? Okay, let what? me set up. This, I love it. I know. This. Hurry up. Come on. That radiation is the most penetrating of all radiation. Oh, is it? All it's got between the rock and the probe is my hand. Doesn't count so pretty much, does it? What if I put the rock behind me? You don't suppose I've been lying to you, do you? I suspect they have. Well, let's do a little bit more. This is so interesting. I got a black bottle. I should have just got the original. This stuff comes in white bottle. A bottle of no-dose. I'm trying to put a show together here. You can send children down to the drugstore to buy no-dose. All they need is money. In this are six, sixty... This man lived to 82, by the way. I just want to say that. Oh, interesting. Caffeine pellets. And this one is uranium oxide, U308. You can't buy it for love nor money. The state of Washington sent two of their Gestapo agents over to my home to confiscate my uranium samples on the 17th of December last year. Got a challenge. I'd like to have somebody in the room volunteer to take all of this bottle... Or all of this bottle. <laughs> the only thing I'll tell you is that one of them won't hurt you and the other one will kill you. Uh, uh. Do you want the white stuff or the black stuff? White pure, the it's black It's kind of pill. a boring clip, but he goes on to no, pour it. Not. You want to keep going? He, keep, he pours it in his hand. You know, I mean, this is a video. We're not watching the video here, but there is a video of it. You guys can look it up. White stuff. I need to get his name, though, for you. You do. There's enough in there to kill four men. He's talking size. about no-dose, you know, caffeine pills. <laughs> that will kill you. This guy's man. very dramatic. The government says we got to ban this material. It's radioactive. Let's check it in the bottom of the bottle. Not very radioactive. Let's take the cap off. Oh, goodness. Very radioactive. Okay, radioactive material. You pour it out in the hand. Oh, snaps in his hand. And that's radioactive contamination. 
Is it radioactive? Yeah, it is. Very radioactive. Now, decontamination is nothing but scooping it back up and putting it into the bottle. I just now... De- Sorry, guys. Uh, American chemist Galen Windsor is his name. Contaminated my hand. No, I didn't do a, such a good job. Oh, Not good at all. Is it still radioactive? See if it's like legit. Him, yeah. A, uh, yeah, that's called residual radioactivity. Now, under the decontamination rules of the government, when you decontaminate somebody like this that's that contaminated, and this is certainly a reportable incident under current DOE regulations. That material that I just ate. He's licking it is, uh, on his hand. Not soluble in body fluids. Because I've been eating this on lecture tour for two years, the state of Washington felt it necessary to confiscate my uranium samples so that I would be safe. Many people are crazy, huh? So mm-hmm. they, they go on to talk about the craters that were left at Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. They talk about how uh, it was firebombed two days prior for like 24 hours. It was yeah. firebombed and pretty much leveled. There were nobody there. You know, basically, no. it was a ghost town. And the, the whole, you know, a guy at work, I was talking to a guy at work about this, and he goes, well, because my question was like, why wouldn't you drop these bombs on Tokyo or on the Mitsubishi plant or whatever, you know? like?" And uh, his the guy at work was telling me, well, the, the U.S. didn't want to, kill people they just wanted to like show the force right yeah Yeah. what do you guys do you think that's legit because it just seems bizarre to me because the history is that right after that that's what brought japan to its knees and finally surrendered surrendered they were the last country they weren't giving up they weren't going to give up that's what well they had allegiance (laughs) to their emperor but the interesting thing that uh i was told which there were two different types of bombs that the Japanese were ready to surrender before the second bomb was dropped, but they just wanted to see how the second one worked. Yeah, they're different. So yeah, they didn't acknowledge that. Wow, just went ahead, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, the technology and the engineering documentation this is something you could ask your buddy too all the documentation just like nasa about that original uh mm-hmm. those original designed bombs i guess there was two two or three of them i think three different types there were probably even way more but that they've lost all those all that paperwork like they can't replicate mm-hmm. those exactly. old school cuz people have asked for well you know, we don't think that that's actually a, a real fusion, mm-hmm. you know, atomic bomb. We'd like to see the documents to see if you actually did pull that off. And they can't provide the documents oh. to like the, they claim national security, I, I'm sure. I, but. I, I knew uh, through friends of my mom and dad back in the day that uh, he was in theater there in World War II. And his claim is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. He says they wanted to end the war because they were afraid Russia was going to go in and try to claim help and take over half of Japan. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. 
So what was, uh, that's kind of bizarre too, because Russia was well, but they a were kind of an ally with, of ours, at least in the I mean, East. We, we gave them so much, uh, in the way of airplanes and tanks and things like that. To Russia? Help. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Look up, uh, the P-39 and P-63s. Huh. Most wow. of those built, and there were many thousands of them, went to Russia. They made excellent tank busters, and that's what they did. They, well, they had like a 37 millimeter cannon that you know one or two shells blew up tanks. So, hmm. <laughs> well, know. we all know we all know one of the legends of why it took the U.S. such a long time to enter World War II and World War One mm-hmm. is because. We are the suppliers to both sides. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So our interest was going to be interrupted. And that really was the whole thing. And the Bushes were involved in sides. that. They always yeah, play both families, sides. All always. these old yeah. families in Prescott. there. Prescott. The Rockefeller. Yep. All Bush. and that's just the American families. You got the old European families yeah, all over the no. The, uh, the families that we don't even know about. The Rothschilds don't, funded don't both forget, sides. They owned a lot of the companies nope. that helped rebuild as well. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, funny it's all because about making money. How Mark convenient! A money making machine, man. <laughs> we, 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 it's we, just convenience. We didn't uh, plan that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we played last week uh, an old Barney Miller clip talking about the Rockefellers. You know, it's funny how they were talking about that family was going to rule the world. Um, what's next, Hollywood? Uh, I think, uh, do you got something? Are we, if we're going to end the show, yes, because I got a, a, a thinker. Hit it. Okay, let me get it out one more time here. Um. All right, guys, this is meant to just make it go, hmm, okay? I'm sorry, my whole thing is just weird right now. It's all right. Let me get it up. There we go. I'm not 100% sure why I'm being asked to share this story, but I'm guessing it's because somebody needs to hear it. When I was 16, I went into what I thought was going to be a normal day at biology class. And when I walked in, all the desks were arranged in a circle in the middle of the room. And the instructor, who had always been a really amazing, loving, kind instructor, was super militant, super scary, and just looked at us and said, sit down, shut up. You are not allowed to move, to speak at all. And anyone who does will immediately fail my class. And we were all stunned. I I get like, just thinking about it because I was a straight A student and grades were really important to me. And I was just like terrified. So we're all sitting there silently, nervous out of our minds. And in the middle of this circle that we were all sitting in, there was one desk And on this desk was a bowl with a goldfish in it. And he looked at us and he took the goldfish and he put it on the desk and he walked out and he shut the door. And we all just looked at each other, just like, what do we do? You know, like... Obviously, it violated, like, everything inside of me to, like, watch this fish die. And also, I heard the instruction. If you speak, if you get up, if you move, you will automatically fail the class. And so we all sat there looking to each other to do something because we didn't want it to be us. And 
what was a very painful, it felt like an eternity. It was probably like two and a half minutes later. Hannah, Hannah B got up and said, fuck this and took the goldfish and put it back in the bowl. And when she did that, he came out and he looked at all of us and he said, look what the world has done to you. You've betrayed yourself for what? And I think about that lesson all the time because I learned in that. Mm-hmm. So I think the point that Hollywood and I have done from the moment of this show started, we want to make sure that at that moment, at least we all hope that we are the ones that would get up, at least encourage each other and, and, and respond and not be afraid of the authorities of what they're going to do to us. You know, take That's action. Kind of, kind of like a version of the Stanley Milgram experiment. It is, yeah. The I authority. Cool. That's the we've talked about the author, uh, oh, appeal to authority yes, type of yes. uh, mentality that people have. <clears throat> we've okay. played a we played a really cool clip. Uh, we should play it for him too. Or that doctor's office. Remember that? Oh, it's so great. It's one of the best psychological videos. But there's like a doctor's op- waiting room. Almost the same, almost the same scenario as this. Remember that? And it's like basically every, you know, they're all actors except like one dude, you know, that comes in. He's the 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 person that doesn't know. Yeah, and there's there's like a ding ding, and everybody stands up and then sits back Mm -hmm. down, and he's like, "What the?" And then I think it's oh, some a new person comes in that's. like that's not dog. that's not <laughs> that aware of the, group, yeah. of the of the group ding all these people stand up and they're like two people are looking by i think it's by the third ding the one guy starts standing up mm-hmm. you know like and then she's you know like and literally they're all standing up you know within three dings or something I, like or whatever i i, I was it's part fascinating of that experiment in college psychology class and i was one of two people that wouldn't stand Nice. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's that was the point. And yeah, I, think I like. The reason it. I played that because Hollywood said the show was going to end. Yeah. And I want to say that's what that's good we're, message, we're striving yeah. for. Okay, that's what we're. That's yeah. what the Good Time Culture Show here is for, is to not be afraid of when this good is good, guys. Well, it's conditioning, and the bottom line is, how can you be wrong when you do what's right? When when the good hmm. Lord was being asked by the Pharisees whether it was proper to do to do good on the sabbath or not he asked is it better to do bad on the sabbath or to do good on the sabbath it is good to do good for each other guys it is good to extend our help and when we see someone in trouble to help of course you have to be careful for yourself but man maybe that's the hard problem right we're too careful for ourselves we're too worried about our comforts. We're worried about that kind of stuff. Oh, but see, that that particular experiment was basically dealing with the go-along-to-get-along society. Yeah. yeah. But there are some others that they did um, more specifically that they actually need people that will follow orders like that. And I had a friend of mine back in the day, uh, was in the Air Force and did the uh, nuclear missile thing. And they put everybody through all these psychological tests to make sure that you would follow the orders. Yeah, we, there's we, certain people. They, if you go, oh, I'm not going to kill people. I'm right. Gonna, they know, need people that they will. needed people that I, will I, I got a whole, uh, you know, it's 
too late for now, but I almost worked for the TSA at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And they had a full-on psychological battery to get you to the point that you were that person. Yep. That would follow orders no matter what. Yep. What? What? It's it, fascinating. What, I didn't get hired, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, 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 <laughs> if that but says it, anything, they would never not, hire me. <laughs> but it's not the. It seems it's not the first experiment that we played on the show that will question whether you will question the scenario or not, or go along with the scenario. Right? We've seen the one they did at that Berkeley school. Remember that guy wearing a sackcloth over himself, and he was walking to school every day like that. And people would ask him different questions. He wouldn't answer the questions. He would show it up. I don't know if I remember that one. And then eventually, within a week or two, the classmates just accepted it. Never asked him any more questions about it, what it was. And then he said at the end of the class that it was part of his psych experiment mm-hmm. just to prove something to them. And it's like, normalization. How, how, how normal can we normalize yeah. something that's odd like that to you before you'll first start asking questions? And then sooner or later, you're just like, okay. And I think that's exactly how they've done everything. I mean, I'm going to go back to an old stone, gay marriage once again. No, there's not a state in the union that voted for it. And now we had activist judges who have who passed it. And so many years later, what, 30 years later, 20 years later, to even say that gay people weren't allowed to be married at one time seems preposterous for some people. You'll hear Joe Rogan goes, can you believe that it was at one time in this country that gay people couldn't get married? Isn't it crazy? Well, I, but, I love but gay see, people. The, the thing is, is that they're looking at it from the wrong standpoint to me, and that is, what are they marrying? They're fictional people. They're not even real. That's what the whole marriage thing is all about. Oh. It's corporations <clears throat> getting yeah. married they only see us as corporations. So well, who cares what sex that corporation is? Yeah. They're, it's a they're, contract. You have a right to contract as well, as, well as a right well, to not contract. Yeah, we, we, we were going to play a clip about that. The lady wrote, or Sophia, something who wrote the book, The Terminator and The, uh, and the Matrix, and she was talking about keeping your copyright, mm-hmm. the copyright of yourself. And how people will infringe on your copyright and mm-hmm. not protect your copyrights. Yes. And because he goes, each one of you have a copyright. And because of exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And these governments, she says that she's had to take many times to court people who have tried to infringe on her copyrights to prove mm-hmm. that she owns these things. Yeah. And a lot of the money that she was she, that was being taken from her was going straight to, the, to the Hillary Clinton Foundation and... Really, so it's interesting what you're saying right now. That's from aliens. And her, and her speaking about keeping her copyrights for her, uh, and and how they were infringing in it. Right, right nation. You hear that? Okay. You hear it, Tony? Yep. That means it's time to say we're goodnight. Done. Wrap it up. Hollywood is getting old on us. He's a grumpy, grumpy producer. I yeah, I got work to do after this. But you heard about all this, guys. And let's remember one thing. The way out of this is very easy. Every week, Hollywood and I ask you one thing very sincere. That you please pray for us. And Hollywood and I, and now Tony the Word, be included. We will pray for you guys. That's the only way we're going to see ourselves out of this. 
has been succeeding till now. There's no reason why to take our foot off the gas. Let's okay? go. It's yeah. going to succeed. Okay? Because victory is ours, guys. It's been promised to us. So, once again, Tony the Word, we are humbled and very grateful that you came to visit us today. And I always enjoy speaking to you. It's fun. And Thank you. For me, I am OG Mutt Dog. Don't forget, you can find me on the Twitter at OG Mutt Dog at Good Time Culture. The or tweeters. Just send me something that said at OG Mutt Dog. I will read about it. Raymond out there, we have your 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 tweets. Sorry it took us such a long time to figure out how to even use this thing. But Hollywood, once again, is getting old. <laughs> All right? See you guys next Wednesday. All right, guys. Depegging your stable narratives. This has been Good Times Culture Podcast. Uh, sending you guys out with all the love in the world. Uh, tell someone your story. And um, don't be afraid to uh, ruffle some feathers out there. We need more of this. Uh, uh, be independent. All this stuff. You guys all know this stuff. It's it's in your nature. They've trained you not to be this way. So just get back into your nature. And um, we'll come back next week on Wednesday. Uh, we'll be exposing evil and praising God. Love you guys. Hey, Bryson, why you do it? I say Jesus. Hey, hey.